Every girl wants to murder someone. And welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey, friends. Hello, and welcome to episode 46. I had to think about that one for a second. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 46. Today, we are talking about disappearing to another world and uh, basically just our favorite books and not a, not a book club episode so much as like reading in general and our reading habits and how they've evolved over the years and, you know, like some reading on the road uh kind yeah. of peppered in there because it's winter y'all it's what, winter. Are, what are we doing but reading and we read <laughs> and drink tea in winter except we're not drinking tea tonight but that's for a minute from now because as always i will quickly remind you that we have a companion Substack. letters in the roadpod.com will take you there there you can subscribe and get two letters per week in your inbox from me to you stories and encouragement from your traveling friend sent straight to you that's all free, but if you want to upgrade your subscription, you can pay $5 a month, $40 for a year, or $100 for a year at the founding member level, and that gets you access to our Pen Pals Discord where you get to hang out with a pretty cool group of friends. Absolutely. And uh, if you're not familiar with Discord, it's like a chat room. Yeah. it's. I mean, there's an app on your phone, or you can yeah. do it on the web, you know? It's fun. Yeah. So we always have some conversations going there about books and travel and RV stuff and a little bit of everything. So if you're interested in that, you can find that at the website. <laughs> what are we drinking tonight, Clay? We are, oh, what's it called? Oh, shit. Mm, um, I don't remember the name of it, but it's a fruited sour from yes. Icicle. <gasps> they do good names. I can't remember the name of this. Technically, it's still January as we're recording this, but it won't be when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> we decided we did enough to January and the 28th was a or 27th was a fine time to stop <laughs> it's been a weird month friends and you know like we don't need alcohol to get through it but we do enjoy beer and it's a nice treat and this is an especially nice treat because it's been all like dark beers and winter beers yeah it's a little early for a sour but I'm not mad it's like uh you know that first taste of spring it's a very jammy sour in your mouth uh, it tastes like very good jam in a sour beer. <laughs> it's still it's like got marionberry. Yeah. It's very good. still has that sour funk. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, solid. I'm not always a huge sour fan. I feel like they've grown on me a lot over the last couple of years. But I really like this one and others like it that are, I don't know, fruity. Like a oh, fruity I love sour. a ghost though too. I do like a ghost. It's true. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. beer. Anyway, we're back to beer. <laughs> We still have a lot of NA beer too. Like we mm -hmm. mostly, we're still not really keeping much around the house, other than we grabbed a growler when we were at Icicle last night. So, you know, there are. Oh, we went to another brewery. We in town did, here. we did, and it was there really are two fun. others. <laughs> there <laughs> are two others. We went to Doghouse. Yes, uh, we did. It's a nano brewery in the basement of a hotel, and it's basically like three stools at a bar. <laughs> there were five, and it was. Epic. It was so fun. They have like drawings all over the walls and I about spilled my beer. Um, here, not there. But 
It was, like, it's dog you can, friendly. You can get a Sharpie and draw on the walls if you want. And everyone's yeah. writing where they're from and yeah. drawing pictures of their dogs and stuff. Yeah, it's dog friendly. And we happened to find out that I guess we missed it when we were at Icicle that night. Um, they were doing a fashion celebration, which is kind of like Mardi Gras, but European. Yeah. So there was like a bunch of places giving out masks and beads. So we grabbed a mask and beads from there and could have gotten some beads at icicle we weren't we weren't really doing a pub call but it was fun to see <laughs> yeah no we were heading back home to play D D. but anyway <laughs> like oh we can only have one beer we have to go back and, have, and play D D. but it was a good so, beer i had it up was, dog yeah <laughs> what's up dog <laughs> it's a rye it's good yeah it was good i had a really interesting barrel-aged scotch ale situation it tasted like it was aged in like a wine barrel which is different. It was different, yeah. I, I don't know if that's true, but it, it's what it gave off to me. It was like it kind of felt like red wine almost in a scotch ale. It was weird, but I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was tasty. I mean, yeah, I didn't drink a she whole was like the bartender it, but... was like, "You should probably try it first. And I was like, "I'm sure I'll like it." And she's like, "See, it's different, right?" And I was like, "It's okay, I like it." But I get, <laughs> yes, I get why you wanted me to try it first. Yeah, it's a little sure. different than what I was expecting, but it was it was good. But yeah, it's a cute little place. Uh, we'll be there back back there for sure. Um, Got to bring the Franks. We'll bring yeah, we'll bring the Franks by to to see the other dogs and stuff there. The um, bartender had her dog with her and stuff. It was really good vibes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, still uncovering things to do here for sure. Oh, there's so much that we haven't done. There really is, and this last week was kind of a weird week. Clay finally got so sick he went to the doctor, which takes a little bit for me. But it was a good idea. Guys, pneumonia. Walking pneumonia. Tell them what happened when they listened to your lungs. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I got a cough. So I go in to this urgent care and I'm like, okay, yeah, hi. Uh, I feel kind of silly because I haven't like really been all that sick. But like this cough keeps getting worse. And they're like, okay, let me listen to your breathing. You're like, oh, oh, okay. Can I listen to that under your shirt? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to make sure it wasn't like the shirt. No, your your lung is really crackly. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, that's a really that's a that's a good find. Can I have my student listen to that? (laughs) He was a good example. But they had me do X-rays, and they said my X-rays were perfectly clean, and it was walking pneumonia, and gave me a prescription for a Z-pack, and said take Mucinex and. Oh, yeah. I'm like mostly better now. Mostly. Mostly. My coughs aren't nearly, nearly as bad as they were. No, it was quite bad for a while. So, yeah, that was fun. I've never had that before. I have, but yeah, it's new for you. It's been years for you, though. Yeah, it has. No, I don't envy you. That's not fun. So he's on the mend. Uh, That meant I was skiing alone all week. (laughs) Yeah, I did not like really feel up to going to the mountain. The weather was kind of shitty. It was really heavy wet snow and or rain all week, basically, every time I went to the mountains. So good times there. I did get some snow one of the nights. I don't remember. Yeah, we had a little bit here in Leavenworth, yeah, too. Yeah, it was pretty good. I can't remember which night. But the, but like, I'm driving around in a little rental car now, so I got to come down the mountain in the snow in the rental car that I wasn't as familiar with, which was excitement. Why are you in a rental car? I'm in a rental car, Clay, because the dealer effed up our truck. 
not effed up. I don't. No, they haven't they yet. They haven't effed it up yet. I we I, effed up our truck. We effed up our truck. <laughs> <laughs> so friends, we have a lesson learned for you. First of all, find a diesel mechanic that's not your dealer after your truck is out of warranty. Because holy yeah. moly, we needed a bunch of like the sixty thousand mile maintenance done on our truck. And it was expensive. I mean, that's not covered under warranty. Anyway. Expensive. No, I'm just saying, go to the dealer if it's not if it's under warranty. If it's not right. under warranty, go to somewhere else. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's expensive. It's yeah. So expensive. We had. I mean, it was like all the the differential fluid and the transfer case fluid and all of it, like all needed to be done. Mm-hmm. And um. So it's fine. I took the truck in on Friday. And got that done. But the primary reason we we talked to you guys last week and said like, oh, our truck's like all these lights flashing. One of the lights that's flashing that uh, kind of stayed on was the airbag warning light. That it, the airbag system had a malfunction. That's not great. Uh, <laughs> safety's kind of important. Yeah, so a little bit. Yeah. We I dropped it off on Friday morning, but we were like, well, let's do the maintenance while we're there. It's close to sixty thousand miles. Let's just get all that taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I dropped it off Friday morning, and the uh, service like manager advisor that's what they call them service advisor was like mm-hmm. hey like i see you put this down that you wanted us to look at this um like these flashing lights or whatever that had come on for a while and then went off I, if i can't recreate the problem i'm gonna have a really hard time doing that i don't want to waste your time and money it's like fair enough um but the, the airbag light like is on it just stays on so i want to deal with that one yeah. thought he heard what i said uh, he crossed something out on the thing and there was like 17 things on it. So I just signed it and went on the way. I went to pick it up on Friday after they did not call me at all. Not once during the whole day when they were working on my truck. Didn't call me to tell me it was ready or anything like that. Or even to ask you about anything. Or yeah, to ask if I still wanted to do certain things. I have, So I'm a little peeved already picking it up and I go to pick it up and I look through the list of what they've done. And it does not include fixing the airbag light. This is Friday evening at this point because no one called me. And so I'm there like pretty late and there's no one else there anymore. And they're arguing with me over whether I said that they should do that or not. And eventually, (laughs) eventually they're like, well, you can keep the rental car for free. Because by the way, it's not a loaner car that they just gave me like they used to do. No, I'm paying a hundred dollars a day for the pleasure of driving this little Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. Which it's fine. It's a fine car. But anyway, (laughs) so they they gave me the rental car for like the rest of the weekend or whatever and they're like we'll take a look at it first thing monday morning so i get a text this morning and they're like well the code says we need to take something apart so we need like 300 more dollars for diagnostics i was like are you kidding me so fine whatever they take the thing apart and they like they're like well yeah the module the airbag module or the restraint module or whatever they call it is um well it looks like you spilled some coffee in your console and this module sits under the console and it shorted out. <laughs> well, that tracks, friends. Uh, we might have done that. We probably did that. Yeah, maybe once or so, twice or five um, times. <laughs> I learned that this is not just Rams. Like this is like a lot of cars. The module sits there because of what it needs to like sense and stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's like a good place for it to sit in a lot of ways but you can um if you don't clean up your spills you can blow it and it's going to cost us like basically a thousand dollars to get it all fixed so yeah we include the extra rental car days and then the part and labor and all that stuff so yeah don't do that no don't do that don't spill your coffee on your center console 
Because, like, why would anyone spill, spill their coffee where they have cup holders? It's weird. <laughs> well, yeah, if you use the cup holders, you shouldn't spill. Seems pretty normal. Happens. I mean, like, it's not... <laughs> I, like, why isn't it, like, watertight? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Of course, then you couldn't take it apart. So. Uh, yeah, you could. You could. You could. They could make it better. They could do better. They could do better. Do better, Ram. <laughs> Do better us. <laughs> I'm not going to promise not to spill coffee again. Just clean it up quicker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So don't let coffee sit around. Couple. But I, we've spilled so much stuff in there over the three years that we've had it. There's no way it, sitting in the cup holders was a problem. There's, it's not getting down through the cup holders. It was. So it was down from like the little where we had like below there where we keep the coffee. No, like it must have gotten into the cracks. I don't quite understand. Yeah. I'll have to yeah, it was take a, another look at it. Must have been a big spill, like a We've massive spill. Spilled stuff so many times there, like I have no <laughs> idea what one was the one that put it over the edge. Yeah, Three I mean, years on the road, enough. we always have beverages. <laughs> like I don't know. There wasn't like one time while I was in North Carolina, there was a big spill. Uh, not that I know. Oh, okay. So you think happened. it happened so while happened you were gone? Well, that's when the lights came on. <laughs> Like, like yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Must have weird. happened before, yeah. Yeah, it might have happened when you're gone, but I don't remember doing that. Yeah, I don't take. I barely even made coffee while you were gone. <laughs> I would make a pot every other day. Yeah, and well, then I just mean, reheat the half, half a pot. Yeah. yeah, reheat the half the next day that I hadn't had the day before. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being frugal and not wasting coffee. <laughs> being lazy <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah that too i appreciate uh, your laziness it was pretty funny um not funny because it cost a thousand dollars on top of the sixteen hundred dollars of maintenance we had done so don't buy a diesel truck if you want cheap maintenance like they supposed they supposedly last forever and i believe that the engine will run for a very long time mm-hmm. but holy moly <laughs> The maintenance is something. I think if we go to other places, it'll be cheaper. We can find cheaper, but like, yeah, and better. No matter what, it's expensive. and better. And somebody who might actually like tell me what they saw when, because I have no idea if these people actually even did this stuff. Mm-hmm. Because normally, like a good mechanic will call you halfway through and be like, "Here's what we're seeing. Like, yeah, you, we checked the fluid on this, and doesn't look like it actually needs repair replaced. So, do you want us to do it or not? Exactly. Like." You know, that kind of stuff. And it was just like, yeah, you said you were in the 60,000 mile maintenance, so we just did it. It's done. Well, yep. did you actually? And so then I asked the advisor when, like, in the midst of all of it, like, hey, like, did, you know, did the tech say anything? Like, how did this look? Like, you know, we had him look at a lot of stuff. Like, uh, no concerns. <laughs> yeah, no concerns. <laughs> they didn't try to be. <sighs> <laughs> they just did it. Of course. Uh... Yeah, it's I. I will say that we have been to lots of Ram dealers. All a lot over of them are good. North America, well, not in Mexico, but in Canada and the U.S. Yeah, a lot of them have been really good. The one in Oak Harbor actually. was really good, mm-hmm. and the one in Whitehorse was it in Oak Harbor or in Anacortes? I can't remember. It. Oak Harbor, yeah. yeah, yeah. The one in Whitehorse was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we've been in and out of dealers a bunch. The one in Palm freaking- Desert is awful. Our freaking check engine light was on for a year. Yeah, well, yeah. The one in New Hampshire was friendly but unhelpful with the check engine light. <laughs> I give them a pass because it's like the first time it came on. Yeah, that's fair. 
And it's like you get a pass. Like, it came on, you reset it. Like, that's the first thing you do every time. Oh, like, the one in Palm Desert wouldn't even like look at the code and tell me the code. Nope. <laughs> it's like, what nope. the heck? I mean, like, I can get a code reader, but come on. Yeah, it's. Anyway. We need to get better at doing some more of this stuff ourselves. I think we do, but regardless, we have been to some really good ones, and yeah. I think we're going to find a good- Like a local diesel mechanic. Diesel mechanic. Yeah. So, we'll see. A lot of people drive trucks around here, so we should be able to find somebody. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Everyone drives four-wheel drive vehicles around here. You know? Well, yeah, you need to with the, like- Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, it's the mountains. There's snow on the roads, like, for a good portion of the year. Yeah, and it's steep. Mm-hmm. So. But, gosh, it's beautiful. It's so pretty. Yeah. I've been minded the driving. I think what doesn't bother me so much is that, uh, for the most part, when it's snowy, most people drive what I consider very reasonably. Yeah. For it, like, everyone kind of slows down, uh, not, like, an insane amount, just, like, drives normally mm-hmm. in snow. So there's been times that the roads have been pretty slick, like going back and forth to an edgy and everyone's just kind of like, yeah, yeah along. it's like, fine. It's fine. Yeah. There have been a couple of people that I'm like, what are you doing? But like a couple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most people I feel like are like, yeah, they're doing good. Like I, the, this is reasonable. I, I'm happy with how everyone is doing right now. Like, I've driven back and forth to an edgy in the snow several times because I like to ski and the snow is good. And so like, and when is like, I don't know, 15 miles from here. It takes about half an hour to get to town, uh, like from in town here to in town there. Mm-hmm. And it's like highway through the you know valley mm-hmm. getting there. Yeah, but there's like um, stoplights and stuff. Yeah. And all the times I've driven back and forth, I've seen like one, maybe two cars that had gone off the road. And there's been times it's like super, super icy. Oh, yeah. Or fresh snow all the time. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. There yeah. was that one real bad accident. Oh, yeah. That was close to town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird. I'm not sure what happened there, yeah. but someone had, it looked like a head-on collision yeah, in the uh, opposite lane. So. Yeah, we, that's, you couldn't get your dry cleaning before you went to the That's line. true. <laughs> yep. Ended up being late to the dry cleaner. Oh, well. Oh, goodness. It was fine. It was fine. We so, were fine. I'm sure it was not such a good day for someone else. Yeah. I think they were okay, though, it mm-hmm. seemed like. But at least the speed limit's not super high there. Yeah. So that's what's up with us in Leavenworth. I think on our list still, we need, still have the Alpine Coaster. There's an Alpine Coaster here that just opened like this last year. Yep. That would be fun. So we still want to check that out. I think we still want to, we haven't done any snowshoeing. We probably want to do that. Yes. The snow down here has been like okay a couple times for it. Um, We probably should just do I know. it. We need to like jump on it. When well, we up at Mission, they need some snowshoeing snow. too. So that might be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then... What was the other thing? Oh, we were like, we tubing. haven't done tubing yet. Yeah. So those are the things to that are still hanging out there. But we've got February, and there should, should still be snow in February. However, I basically went spring skiing today. It was sunny and forty degrees. <laughs> I think it's just an unseasonably warm week. It was really nice. <laughs> yeah, we had like super cold weather two weeks ago, and now it's like almost fifty. <laughs> yeah, it's super weird. I. I'm not, yeah. Anyway, it was warm and pleasant. So mm-hmm. I wore too many layers. And yeah, I a lot of the snow is melting. Yeah, yeah. Like down here, especially. Mm-hmm. 
So that's the scoop for that. And then um, continuing our 2022 recap, we're out of the Northeast now. So uh, I don't, I can't say it looks like our Northeast recap, but we back, were last week, we talked about being future. at Henderson State Park in Ohio, <laughs> which was really pleasant. Cuyahoga, which was why we were there, was kind of disappointing. Maybe we need to do better next time at picking a hike. I don't know. It was mm-hmm. pretty enough, but there's just, I know there's so many things around there that are better. Like I really, and we're not going to do it this year because we have other plans, but we have to go to Hawking Hills sometimes in Ohio, in sometime in Ohio. Mm-hmm. It looks a lot like Turkey Run to me from the pictures, like the, one of our favorite Indiana state parks. Mm-hmm. There are some beautiful things around there. And I'm sure some of that's in Cuyahoga. It's just like the parts that we went to were like, kind of like, mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think we just, you know. We didn't give it, like, a lot of time or anything. No, but I was underwhelmed. Anyhow, uh, what I was impressed with in Ohio, though, aside from our full hookup state prior, because, like, hello, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Always, always love that. Mm-hmm. Don't need full hookups. Always love a state park, but full hookups in a state park that actually feels like a state park, pretty great. Yeah, it was. However, uh, when we left there, we stopped at a rest area on the way to to Michigan where we were headed. Yeah, big deal. We stop at rest area all the okay. time. No, we stayed overnight at a rest area in the fifth wheel and and it was warm out and we had hookups. It had electric. Yeah. And, and it had like a Panera in the rest area. <laughs> it's true, it did. It was, it was great. It's because it was a it's on the turnpike. It's a, a turnpike thing. Yeah. But this was great. I think it cost twenty dollars a night. Somewhere Which is, around there for a parking spot, kind of a lot, but it had fifty amp. Yeah, we and I think don't quote me on that. And we had room, like so. Normally with the fifth wheel, we've got these big slides, and we can't really stay in a rest area very comfortably. You really don't want to take up more than one parking space. Mm-hmm. You you never want to get in the way of truckers. It's just rude. <laughs> like like it's a I I think for. And like, there's varying opinions. Mm-hmm. As an RVer, I think staying overnight at a rest area on your way somewhere is what rest areas are for. It's totally fine. I think truck stops mostly, unless they have specific RV spots, I leave those alone. Unless it's like midday and we're just stopping for lunch or something. Sure. But when truckers need a place to sleep, I try to get out of where they want to sleep. <laughs> so we don't stop at rest areas a lot. Well, and I guess. I'm not opposed to it really at all in the airstream. No, because we only take up one spot. We easily. fit in a spot. Yeah, it's not. A That's big not deal. a problem. We're not really getting in anybody's way. I mean, like it takes a spot, but like a rest area spot is for people to rest. It's right. Yeah. But with the cougar, if we want to, like, set up for the night, really, we're putting the slides out. Right, and that takes up two spots. And that isn't going to fit in one spot at no. most rest areas. But this one. Had specific had RV spots. RV spots. Mm-hmm. And they were, yeah, like you said, they had hookups. They were wide. Like we had more than enough room for our slides. We ran our air conditioner. We had, we did have to unhitch, I, I should say, because they were just around 40 feet long. That's true. Yeah, we were definitely too long to stay hitched up. In that particular one. Well, well, yeah, I don't, I think there was like one or two maybe where we could have. Yeah, but... I just mean in that particular turnpike, like the uh, rest yeah. area, because they mm-hmm. have a few mm-hmm. that have the RV spots like that. But it was safe. Mm-hmm. There was food nearby. Yeah. There was a dump station, I believe. I think there was, yeah. There was, we could run our air conditioner. Yeah. It it worked really, really well. Yeah, we had a nice night. It was yeah. like. We ate Panera. 
It's great. I, mean, I ended up making dinner. For a stand by the highway? Heck, yeah. It was great. Yeah, you didn't have to get off the turnpike. Like, yeah. you, like that's so convenient when you're on your way somewhere. Yeah, it was just kind of a good stopover. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I think more places need to do that. Yeah, I mean. Good job, Ohio. <laughs> we spent money. <laughs> stay like paid our you know whatever to stay there mm-hmm. it was like a self-service kiosk thing uh and then went in and got panera twice i think yeah it was better than the silly loves rv stop oh my god <laughs> that thing was expensive too right i know god yeah that place is weird yeah this was more level than that mm-hmm. we wouldn't have had to unhitch if it wasn't for that yeah for the length right yeah, issue yeah, yeah. Anyway. so Anyhow, it was a really fun, easy, nice thing to have. Then the next day we rolled into Holland State Park in Michigan on Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. Is it Holland State Park? It's in Holland, Michigan. I believe it's Holland State Park, yeah. Well, anyway, it was awesome. Holland is cute. It is kind of uh, Dutch themed, as you might expect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we didn't do some of them like greater holland things um as mm-hmm. much as you can in terms of like there's windmills and things like that uh but we did really like the park and it is a classic michigan state park in that there's it's kind of like we stayed in there's two campgrounds we stayed in the kind of beachside campground mm-hmm. that is just basically a parking lot on the beach it's a really fun parking lot on the beach it though. is so cool now, if you have a big rig, bring your patience. Yeah. <laughs> we were fine. We were totally fine. It the, is just this is one of the times that our auto level decided to go on the fritz. Well, I will say if you ha- if we had another big rig on the right of us because of how we were angled, mm-hmm. um, there are angled spots so that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's just not a lot of room to maneuver when it, when it's full. Like there's just cars everywhere. Everyone right up to the edge of their spot. Yeah. We had like tenters next to us, which was weird on the yeah, concrete, yeah. but um, helped a little bit because we were a little bit more able to maneuver because they weren't. Anyway, mm-hmm. if we'd had another big rig next to us, it would have been more it challenging. It would have been tougher, yeah. Because um, you have to cut it really close. But mm-hmm. yes, the, so it's a parking lot. We like, you know, get into our site like fairly easily, honestly, given how tight it was. Mm-hmm. And we go to set up and we're like unhitching and it says that we're out of level by six degrees now <laughs> if you're not an RVer, if you don't have an auto level system like this is this is a tremendous amount this is like the rv would be like tipping <laughs> looking like it was gonna fall over yeah <laughs> but like we were tired and didn't quite register that and it was like kind of hot and i i don't i just don't think i quite registered that that that's not like possible <laughs> Yeah. Like that we would know by looking at it if it was that bad. Cause I was like, man, it seemed pretty level. Yeah. Wait, really? I was it like, wasn't oh my God. Off. I was like, Clay, we don't have enough blocks for this. There's never, like, we'll never <laughs> get it level. We'll never. <laughs> it's like, what? It seems fine. And so we, like, we're trying to run the auto level system just to, like, see what it, well, I think I hit it before I realized what mm-hmm. it was saying. Mm-hmm. And it, I, it tried to, it was like, it hit un, like uncalibrated itself so Somehow, much, yeah, so much that not only did it say it was six degrees out of level, but it was like the wrong direction. Yeah, so it kept tipping and tipping and Even tipping farther, like the wrong way. The wrong way. <laughs> oh, it was. I had so to like bad. panic stop it. Yeah, we had to manually level. It was fine. We manually leveled it, and it was like basically level anyway. Yeah, like when we pulled in, like I was like, 
That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> it's so a, dumb. It's right, but if if you're in the parking lot spot, you're like right on the beach. Um, you can and there's bike trails everywhere, and mm-hmm. it's a very bikeable community. We loved having our bikes there. There are uh, bikes. You can bike. Like we biked to like a little hiking area, like where we like hiked up some steps and stuff to like get an overview for, on the dunes. Mm-hmm. You can bike. We biked to a restaurant. Yeah. There's like restaurants all along Cute there. Cute little Mexican restaurant. It, was it good. feels like vacation central. Uh, it definitely is. It yeah. has that vibe. It was like kind of end of summer when we were there. It's like you go up there for like. The summer from Chicago. People have their summer homes up there. Yeah. Their, like weekend homes. Like For sure. It is that kind of, yes. Yeah. It is so pretty though. The beach was really beautiful. It was a really like good time to just relax. Like after work, just <laughs> sit on the beach, play with the kids. This was one of the weeks where I had no after work. So I basically worked. Yeah. With my toes in the sand. In our at our site, but that was it. Yeah, that there stunk. were deer behind our site. That's true. It's and like the dunes there. It's very kind of like, I don't know, it's cool. It's such a like in town, but also not kind of park. Yeah, it's a very like vacation town. Yeah, I liked it a lot. We went to brunch at I a restaurant. Go back in like the downtown area too. That was really good. Oh yeah, that was good. I forgot about that. I'll see if I can dig up the name of it and put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely go to me. back to Holland. I would, yeah. So we plan to go to Michigan this summer, and we're hitting up Traverse City and uh, Warren Dunes mm-hmm. this summer because mm-hmm. it's just places we haven't been, but I would totally go back to Holland. If we were going to do like a whole summer in Michigan, I would yeah. Do. And we are, we're doing uh, one week in the Upper Peninsula, too. We're going to stay mm-hmm. at a national park managed campground near yep. National Forest, mm-hmm. um, near... Uh, pictured rocks because we've not been there. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm pretty stoked about that. I'm so excited for all of our plans this summer, honestly. But that was like a couple years ago when yeah. we were there in Michigan. It was just, yeah, it was such a nice, like, kind of cap off to the summer. Yeah. We were kind of getting a little taste of it. We said that about like <laughs> the, concert. the concert in Maine. Yeah. But, like, this was really like our last big stop. It was before doing some like family stuff and then kind of heading out. It was west. like, ah, beach time. Okay. Summer's basically over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. And I think we went to Vegas pretty quick after that. Vegas? We did? We were in Vegas for football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then we went back to New Mexico? Yeah. Oh, I completely forgot we did that. I'm pretty, like, 90% sure that's what we did. Okay, cool. I'll look at my RV trip wizard <laughs> before we talk about it next week, what we did. We'll skip over the, like, family stuff, because that was kind of, I mean, it was fun, but, like, not exciting to talk to you guys about. Well, they want to hear about, you know, hanging out in Iowa with the fam. I think it was Iowa, Oklahoma City, <laughs> Vegas. It was all family stuff for all that. Mm-hmm. And then... um. And then we went to New Mexico, mm-hmm. which was really fun. Yeah, totally. So more to come on that. But that was our week in Holland. Yeah, bring your bikes if you go to Holland. It's a good time. 
Totally. Try not to be working nonstop. That's, yeah, that's a good, a good takeaway. Try not to work. Yeah. <laughs> the taco place we went was really good. Though. I'll have to put that in the show notes too. Yeah, I wish I could remember too. the name of it. Yeah. It was really cute. Like very like um, patios on, you know, sit outside mm-hmm. on the patio kind of totally. situation. Which is perfect. Yeah. This yeah. Is, I think that was like where we started making sure we took a walk together every day around there. Mm, yeah, we did do it there. Yeah. yeah. Nice area for that. Along the water there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get much reading done, though. Uh, but you were too busy working. Yes. And I didn't read either because I was too busy playing with the kids. But it would have been a great place to read. It would have been. A re- I love reading on the beach. I love reading just about wherever we go. Sometimes I forget for a while that I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, not lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read a letter about it. How about? I'll read a letter about reading. <laughs> Sounds good. Dear friend, when was the last time you read a book that made you forget time, forget where you were? When was the last time you grew attached to characters, cried for them, got goosebumps for them? When is the last time you let yourself be carried away? Read for fun. I think as adults, it can feel frivolous to read for fun. We're supposed to read to better ourselves, improve our productivity, learn something new. And all of that is fine and good. But I think often our minds, our souls need something different, need hope and reprieve and magic. Often I have felt like if I do read fiction, it has to be serious. Historical fiction, which I honestly still love a lot of, was almost all I read. As a kid, I enjoyed fantasy and sci-fi among other fiction. Someone had given my brother a red wall and I snatched it off his shelf and fell in love with it. With the world where mice and other animals wrote poems and fought battles, I was in the fourth grade, and for the next two years, I read as many books from that series as I could get my hands on. Around then was the first time I read A Wrinkle in Time. More than the plots of these books, I remember how they made me feel, like anything was possible. In middle school, I fell in love with The Golden Compass. It felt almost forbidden against my traditional Christian upbringing, the themes of the book causing me to question my worldview just a bit. In each of these books, the imagination of the authors pulled me into a different world, a world where incredible things were possible, where children and animals had an impact on the world, where they mattered. There was something in those books that filled me with hope and courage and made me want to create. I abandoned fantasy sometime after that, unless you count dark spiritual fiction of Frank Peretti that I read and had nightmares from, or the Left Behind series Imagining of the End Times, more nightmares by the way. These books were different because the fiction was based around something I believed was very real. Instead of a new, different world with different rules, they took place in my world. Purportedly, they were fictionalized interpretations and prophecies of what might happen or what might be lurking beneath the surface. They remain the most terrifying books I have read. I stopped reading much for fun in high school and college, going through fits of it from time to time. In my junior year of college, the last in the Harry Potter series came out, and Clay got it and read it quickly as he had followed the series all along. I decided to finally give it a try and read all of the books in a week, sleeping little and disappearing into the world of Hogwarts. 
Let it be known that I have a complicated relationship with Harry Potter now, given all J.K. Rowling has said and done. Her terrible and vocal opinions about trans people have killed a lot of the magic in her work for me, as I take a much more scrutinizing lens to her writing, picking it apart for latent discrimination. But that magic on the initial reading, the joy and fear and hope of that soaring series, that was special. And somehow, I didn't really read another fantasy book until this year. I never was very interested in Twilight, a little older than the target audience when it came out. And I never really sought it out. Like many, many people, especially women, it seems, I fell hard for book talk this past year. I started with Fourth Wing and then descended into the Sarah J. Mass world after that. I read A Court of Thorn and Roses, and while it was beautiful and romantic, I cannot tell you how wonderful Throne of Glass is. A true fantasy series with a bit of romance added in, I am in love with the characters who feel familiar and surprising all at once. I started the series in late December, and I'm already halfway through Kingdom of Ash, the final book. It has been a delightful ride. I'm going to be sad to finish it. I can already tell you I will reread it. I have never really reread books except a precious few that I read every few years, like Little Women in Wuthering Heights. Okay, two. I think sometimes these books are written off as frivolous, especially as they are written by women, ostensibly for women, because, of course, right? Why would a serious man read fantasy that has a strong female main character or romance? It must not be as serious as stuff written by men, right? But they are fun and they are magic and I haven't had this many feelings about books in so very long. I gasp, sigh, laugh, and cry with each one. My reactions enough to intrigue Clay to get him reading the same books. It has been so fun to discuss and enjoy these books together. It feels like a gift of lightness and joy in a weird time in this world. And we had a thought to maybe share this joy with our friends. So we're going to start another podcast, friend. I know, just what the world needs, another podcast. The working title is Library Trolls, and it will be a fun and silly book club, humorous takes on popular books. We'll go through about a book a month, and we're starting with the Empyrean series so far, and then jumping into Throne of Glass. We've had good responses to our book club episodes of LFTR, high engagement from those interested, but smaller listenership. So we're going to try this as its own thing. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope you'll join us when it launches in mid to late February. May your day and week be filled with magic and lightness and fun. See you down the road, Jamie. Oh yeah, it started with the fourth wing. God, that's loud. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, you've been obsessed? I've been so obsessed. And hey, um, <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I pulled you in. Don't even. Yeah. You're like more obsessed with Throne of Glass than I am right Well, no, Listen, that's not true because I just finished it, but. It's really good. It's so good, guys. I can't wait to talk about it on the book podcast. It is really, really good. It is. I So I had read Akatar and I like it and it's great and I like, I'm very into it, but I was like. What's Akatar? A Court of Thorn and Roses. Yeah. It's another Sarah J. Maas um, series and 
I uh, just downloaded Crescent City. I'm not leaving the Sarah J. Mass first until I've finished every last one of them. Um, <laughs> You're so funny that way. I, he, I mean, she's great. She's so great. Uh, um, but Akatar's, I'm going to read this series, Throne of Glass, until yeah. I'm done with it. But I'll, I'll move on to someone else for a while, probably. Akatar uh, is great. And it's fun. And it's like a little spicier. And she I really sexier. I really liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think Throne of Glass is one of my favorite series I've ever read. Yeah, it's really, really good. I just finished it today, and I can't wait to reread it. Like, I I love, I just love it. It's just so good. How much do you want to talk about, like, an individual series today? Not much, okay. actually. Because um, we're going to talk about it yeah. other times. But that's, like, but like, that's what I'm reading right now. Where I was just reading. It's seven books plus like yeah. a novella of like a prequel. Like a five short stories. A lot of arguments not arguments, but arguments kind of. On like uh book talk about what order you read Throne what, of Glass. What's in. book talk? TikTok, book talk, bookstagram. Oh. Uh the book influencers on Instagram or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Uh so there there's a lot of a lot of discussion on book talk about do you read like do you read the prequel before you read any of the rest? Do you read it after you read a few of the books? Do you read it I'm reading it right now. After Air of Fire, right? Yeah, I'm reading it after the third book, which is when it was written or when it came out anyway. That's I what think. I did. It's around there, yeah. And yeah, I think it's it a felt great right to time me. to read it. Yeah. It felt right it felt right to me mm-hmm. now having finished the series. A lot of people also say to re- tandem read Tower of Dawn and Empire of Storms. Those are the like fifth and sixth. Yeah, the penultimate mm-hmm. and one before that mm-hmm. books. And they take place at the same time. I did not tandem read them. I thought they read fine on their own. I kind of liked it better that way. I liked being immersed in one place. Yeah. Uh, and that's an opinion thing. That's cool. That, I mean, like, I can't wait to get to those because I loved when um, the Song of Ice and Fire books did that where there was, like, one book that followed, like, a whole set of characters through yeah. this time period. And then the next book, like, I know... Same time period. It's, like... From these other, what happened with these other characters for that same yeah, time? Yeah, but then period. it like comes all together in the and last then it, book. exactly then it comes all together. It's great. Oh, it's so good. It's really great storytelling. It's just a lot of fun. I I got sucked in, and the first it's a little like Harry Potter in that the first like couple books are a little lighter, like a little bit more um, totally kind of accessible, I guess. Um, I think it's like hmm, a little more YA. I think. Yeah, sort of, and it's like. Well, I don't know how deep we want to get into it. But yeah, yeah like the the first book has like a competition that it's like kind of built around. Yeah. And then like. It reads great. It's like a super fun read. Oh, it goes like a lot deeper than that after after yeah. the first couple of books. But yeah, but the world building gets insane. It's to me, it reads and like I, I think I told you this. It reads like someone started with a like box campaign for D&D. And then, like, way off book. went way off book and, like, said, let's see where we can take this world and take these characters yeah. and made something amazing. It's so good. And you're not even, like, to the best parts yet. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. And so we've been really enjoying that. Um, it's hilarious, guys. We are 
funny people. We have like matching robes. Clay's talked about his robe. The reason I got him that robe is because I have a similar robe. <laughs> it's not the same color, but they're both Ugg robes. So they, they look very similar. Yes, very. I've had mine for a few years. I got it as a Christmas gift. It's just the comfiest thing you'll ever wear. And Clay has his Ugg robe. I love it. And um, we have matching Kindles. Well, okay. So because I got you yours. I think I picked it out myself or did you get it for me maybe you got it for me you got it for me that's right you got it for me for a gift that's yeah right. mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure I, I think i picked it out but you got it for me yes. yeah and then i can't even remember what the occasion was we have we both have the yeah i think and then i got you yours for something anyway you liked mine and then i like i might have just got mine myself we, i can't remember we have so we have the kindle oasis it's not the most popular model but i it's love not? no really yeah, people like the paper white. It's a little simpler. Oh, I no, love the form factor of the Oasis because it's got like a little ledge on it and you can kind of grab onto, which uh-huh. I love. And I also love that it has the buttons. Uh-huh. And you can hold the buttons on either hand. You can flip it over. Yes. And like, and I love it. One-handed reading is very easy. I don't have to mess with like the screen. You can touch the screen also like on a regular Kindle. Totally. But I love the buttons for turning the page. That tactile feel makes all the difference in the world to me. It's um, great. Yeah. Because when you read multiple books a month, you cannot live in an RV and have physical books. I was going to say, yeah. And when you live in an RV, uh, yeah, that's not, we're not carrying those books with us. We just can't. Yeah. I mean, I used to go to Barnes and Noble and just come home with like a stack of 10 books every so often. <laughs> um, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> there is a good local bookstore here in Leavenworth. There is. It's really cute. A book for all seasons. Mm-hmm. It's cute. It I like cute. it a lot. I, it's tempting to bring home a book or two sometimes, especially I the local stuff. love my Kindle, though. I don't... Admittedly, I should do much borrowing books from, like, e-books from libraries. Oh, like using something like that on your Kindle, yeah. Yeah, because, like, that's such a good way to do it without spending a ton of money. Oh, but it's so easy to just... So easy, and it's right there. And then we share them, which is nice. And we share them with each other, and I get the thing where you can get the Audible book too, Mm, and then like switch back and forth between listening and reading on your Kindle, because I do like to do the reading. Yeah. But like sometimes I want to be walking the dog, or, well, well, we walk the dog together now, but doing a chore or something and yeah. like if i'm into a book i don't want to yeah. put it down yeah. oh, i can just switch to listening it's great yeah so the kindle is i i've kind of come around i really really like it um and it's also great because it's lightweight and small and the battery lasts a long time so mm-hmm. i pretty much always have it with me yeah like <laughs> i just throw it in my bag or in my pocket and like in my jacket and like i always have a book to read it's great and i know like we're like glowing about our kindles this is technology from like oh no so i got my first ago, i got my first nook <laughs> mm-hmm. when our oldest was a baby because i wanted to easily read one-handed while nursing mm-hmm. and it worked great for that yeah i loved it it was great it just you know, kind of aged out. Um, the Nook was always clunkier. The yeah, like, I liked that one though. And then I had the color Nook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I liked them. I used them quite a bit, especially that first one. Mm-hmm. But I just like when I like liked to read while I was nursing, and so I would have the Kindle or the Nook there. But mm-hmm. 
I was just more of a Barnes and Noble girl than an Amazon girl, and I still am. But the Kindle is just really good. It's like a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> it's just really good. Like it just the form factor is great. I just I just really like it. Yeah. So we. Well, it's not like Amazon usually does like amazing um, technology stuff, we <laughs> like have, from user interface perspective. But the the Kindle's pretty darn good. We have the same Kindle, but with like a, in the same cover, but with different color, in the same robe, but different color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? And <laughs> we sit at night in our bed in our matching robes and our matching Kindles, and we sit and read. And in the morning, we read over our coffee, usually, too. And then we have matching coffee mugs, but different colors. <sighs> Guys, Stop it. Help Just us. stop. <laughs> hey, a lot. Of, if it's nice weather, I'm outside in that hammock reading. Not, and not, not right before bed, and not right in the morning. No. We're, like, we're in bed no, reading. I, I have in the with morning our, before. With our matching Kindles, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it just cracks me up every time. I'm like, there's like, We've already, we're like 38 years old and have morphed into this like cute old couple that's just sitting know, there with hilarious. our little like matching Kindles. But I love it. And I I it, it makes me so happy. It was such a like for our it was after our first longer trip with the Mantis and before our second one that I got yes. mine. Yeah. And it was just such a like a revelation of like, oh. Oh, this is really nice actually. <laughs> it's just nice to be able to like pick up your Kindle and read, and I had and so it's I had like water resistant. Worked. I had switched to like doing a lot of my reading on my phone for a while while I was traveling for work before I had my Kindle, mm-hmm. because I had just was you. like had it with me and I wanted to read instead of like scroll Instagram or whatever while I was mm-hmm. waiting for stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I um I started with that, and then I was like, well, I'm on the screen, you know. Anyway, but yeah. I don't. There's certain things I don't like to read on my Kindle still. Poetry is a little weird on the Kindle. I don't love it. I like it better. I'll do that on the Kindle app on my iPad before oh, okay. I'll do it on there because I like to mark up poetry. Okay, sure. And also, it just feels weird to me on the Kindle. I can't quite get into it. Yeah, I guess I haven't ever tried to do that on yeah. the Kindle. I won't do graphic novels. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that would be good on like an iPad or something. It is good on an iPad. I read the My Little Pony uh, graphic novels on JoJo's iPad with her oh, when yeah. they come out every yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. Not graphic novels, actually. Oh, the comics. Comic books. Yeah. But yeah. Comics are very good on an iPad. It's like yeah. one of the chief reasons to get an iPad, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and or to like make art. Yeah, it's great for that. I love God. We can go on a tangent about that. My iPad Pro is like my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's basically your computer. It is, yeah. I mm-hmm. use it for everything. Um, I edit the podcast on there. Yep. I I can edit videos on there. Mm-hmm. I it's just super, super good. I use the I use. Um, you write all the time. I write on there. Mm-hmm. I draw on there. Yep. <laughs> it's really good. I really like it. It's been one of my favorite favorite things in terms of like things to have with me. My Kindle and my iPad. And I'm pretty good to go. For sure, and it's pretty like lightweight and compact yeah too. it works great for so. travel as well yeah yeah um and your headphones too oh god yes and rounding out what's in my bag is <sighs> my bose quiet comfort or not the quiet comfort the well they're like the they're the ones from right around when covid started um qc 700 or something they're not the like standard quiet comfort ones are a little different mm-hmm. there's some new quiet comfort ones i really want but um these are still holding strong after 
a long time. So, yeah, I had one pair that was wired uh, before COVID yeah. that I traveled all over with, and they honestly were still fine. I just wanted a Bluetooth pair. Yeah, totally. They last. Both stuff lasts forever. I just replaced the pads on these, and they're like good to go again. I I'm love so weird. noise canceling headphones. Don't like noise canceling headphones. Oh my god, I live my life in noise canceling. I headphones. can't stand noise. Especially though for editing, like it's so mm. essential for editing. Mm. But the these are great because they also have a really good microphone and like noise canceling on your microphone. That is cool. Uh, so a lot of times, like if I'm taking a call and I have like background noise. The person on the other side of the call can't hear my background noise. Like, why would there be background noise? I live in a camper and have children and a dog. Um, a very vocal dog. Yeah. Although right now he's just like fast asleep on the couch. Let's him for a good walk first. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're great. They're great headphones. And uh, yeah, that's like my travel kit for sure is like the iPad, the Kindle, the headphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah, uh, I usually have like a work laptop with me. Headphones are great but, in the RV um, mm. when everyone has their own things they want to be listening to. Mm-hmm. Good headphones for everyone is kind of clutch for our family. I just use my AirPods. I'm happy with them. I have AirPods too. I use them to like run and stuff, but I just got to drown out the other stuff sometimes. <laughs> for sure. You don't use your AirPods much. Off and on for working out. Yeah, pretty much. I thought about taking him skiing. Reading is like, I don't know. I feel like both of us have kind of always been readers and fantasy readers. I was a bookworm kid. Yeah, same. My happiest memories are like sitting in this big brown chair in my living room with a book. I think you were probably even more than me. Yeah. But like, ah, there's such good times like... Redwall series, like you mentioned. Oh my god, I love that. Oh, uh, they were great. I ate those up in fifth grade. Yes, I yeah, that's right around when I read that. I started in fourth grade, and then okay. mm-hmm. I was in a in fourth grade. I was in like a multi age classroom. It was like fourth, fifth, and sixth grade class, and all the fifth and sixth grade boys in my class really liked those. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, interesting. And then uh, my brother had been given the first book, and so or like the the main you know Redwall mm-hmm. book. I was like, oh cool, like I. I go through these phases where I can't read enough and I just grab everything in the house that I can get my hands on and read it. <laughs> so I, I borrowed it and read it and I was like, oh God, this is great. It's so good. And I don't remember, like, honestly, I don't remember it as well as I should. But like, I remember my favorite was Martin the Warrior. That, mm, book. that was such a good one. Gosh, I don't remember which ones were my favorites. In there the, are a lot of them. In the fifth grade, I did, uh, we had to do like a book report where we dressed as one of the characters and like acted like them mm-hmm. as like part of the project or whatever. And I went at, what's her name, Rose? Mm-hmm. From Maybe. Mountain Warrior. I dressed up as like a mouse. That's so cute. Aww. Yeah. I think read one of the poems from that book. That's awesome. There were such, yeah, like as a fifth grader, right? Yeah. Like, like epic poetry it was great i yeah. loved it I, I it was perfect for it that made me cry. for little me you know mm-hmm. like man <laughs> we're so similar <laughs> <laughs> the book made me cry i i didn't cry in fifth grade i still hadn't learned how to cry but um <laughs> well i thought it was great no it was great for sure i just like i don't think i cried at a book until like two years ago oh okay 
what book two years ago? Or three years ago, or something like sometime in that time frame. Yeah, I gotcha. Like I cry a lot of books now. Okay, you're very expressive. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a lot of emotions. I just don't cry. Okay, you're sitting here like, oh reading. shit! <laughs> exactly, the exclamations coming out of your mouth. And yeah, I mean, maybe it's mostly swearing. Like, <laughs> and fair enough, but it just cracks me up every time because like I'll read like a big like twist in a book or something and like I'll just grin or whatever. But you're sitting there like. <gasps> if you've read Akatar, the the second book, A Court of Mist and, and Fury in Akatar, like that's the one that got me the most. The last few chapters, I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> and he's like, what are you reading? It's cracking me up. It's so funny to listen to you. No, but I read all of the sci-fi and fantasy as a kid. I read all the different Star Wars universe novels. I yeah. read the... I only read Dune, actually. I never read any of the sequels to I Dune. I did not read Dune. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. I okay. should really go back and read Dune. Yeah. Maybe some of the sequels. Um, okay. Lord of the Rings. I tried Lord of the Rings. I think I was like in second grade when I tried it. So I oh, yeah. That's way too young. <laughs> Probably should have, but I was like, why are there seven pages of like one paragraph of description? This is awful. Yeah, I can't no, handle it. Yeah, no, a second it. grader could not read that. Um, Even me now, I don't know if I can read that. Lord of the Rings is really good. Okay. It, I mean, like, this is... I might have been third grade, I mean. Indisputable. <laughs> I read a lot, and I, I, I was like obsessed with reading above okay. my grade level. We so. are going to read... I read A Tale of Two Cities in, like, sixth grade. Well, because, of course, you did. <laughs> Actually, I have never read it. Um, it's probably really good. It There's is no really good. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> it is really good. Dickens is a little bit of a bear to get through, though. Yeah. For... Yeah. No kidding. Anyway, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, we're going to, at some point, together, read the Lord of the Rings books and talk about them. Because oh, God, really? I think we should. I think we should. They are so, they're (sighs) like what so much of like, like elves and dwarves fantasy is based on and derivative of. It's like all boys though. It's not all boys. Kind of. I mean, yes, it is. (laughs) So like what's so fun to me and what I think is something that like little me loves mm-hmm. like the inner child or whatever loves about the Sergei mass stuff, especially, especially throne of glass mm. is just this female lead that is like unbreakable and unshakable. Yeah. And like just a badass. She is like human too, though. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I like, she's a great, great main character. I love the writing of it. Mm -hmm. And it's so fun. And this is like part of what spoke to me about Fourth Wing in a new way versus some of the stuff I had read as a kid or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, the Golden Compass, the the main character is a girl, but Mm -hmm. um, it's just something special about 
you know, I think you think of fantasy as like a lot of like male main characters mm-hmm. and like, it's just like the, you know, in Lord of the Rings, right? Like right. Harry Potter, all, the, all this stuff. And getting to read like a, such a epic story that like is centered around a woman mm-hmm. and her kind of maturing and, and growing and not being perfect, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and not being some trope. Right. Right. And I, I just, and that's so much a part of it for me of like why I've loved these books. Yeah. And for sure. hesitant to like jump into like some of the classics because I'm like, <sighs> or like you've suggested Sanderson stuff mm-hmm. and I'm sure I would like some of it in some ways. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, but like I've grown really attached to having like a strong female lead in these books. Uh-huh. Like, and that really matters to me. It's like, it makes it relatable, I guess in a way or yeah. just, different you know i will say brandon we're on a first name basis apparently Mm, okay sanderson has done a pretty good job especially in his more recent stuff of writing female leads and definitely like trying um but obviously he is not a woman (laughs) right right Um, it's interesting right like men writing female leads um it can be good it can be good right so i think it's i think uh Sometime after you read the Mistborn series, which is a really, really good series, yeah, and does have a female lead, um, and a strong, a strong quote unquote female lead, but a bit tropey. I'd be interested to hear what you think. Yeah, I just I love. I think what caught me off guard about Throne of Glass, going back to that, and and even like Empyrean is just like just like right off the bat getting a woman at the center who's just kind of kick ass like Mm -hmm. and like every bit of like a kind of superhero that you get out of men in some of these other books you know and like i just really love that yeah totally it's great not like she doesn't have issues like she's got issues that's a trope in and of itself sure 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 but yes like she's got (laughs) issues don't I mean, like she's got some problems. That's but, the point. Yeah, but like it, I just, I yeah, I just like the kind of self sufficiency on that one. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's really cool. But yeah, I think I so like fall in and out of reading. Yeah, I, I used like to go through spurts a lot. Now I'm just like I should read all the time. <laughs> and I I'm happier when I'm reading. I know, me too. And I don't know why I fall away from it. I think you just get like preoccupied with other stuff. There's just so much to do and think about. And it feels, especially if you don't immediately jump into another book, this is how I am. Mm. Uh, then it's like you start doing other things instead. And like you, it feels like kind of a lot of work to find a book to read or. Mm, yeah, sort of. But I mean, I, to, we have a like lists. <laughs> right, right. Or like to like start starting a book is hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like even though I love reading and I read all the time, and it's, yeah. when I'm in a series, it's easy, right? Because you just go from one to the next. And like I had downloaded the Kindle version of Throne of Glass that just had the entire series in one big book, and so it's just like literally like just reading one big book. But like starting a new series or finding a new author or not like knowing what you're gonna read next, a lot of times will like send me off to like. Oh, I guess I'll just do some other things. Mm-hmm. I think I, I go 
I get in and out of things like video games more too sometimes. Where totally, that can I was be like a storytelling medium. Oh God, I love my Switch that I got mm-hmm. for my birthday. Mm-hmm. My Switch Lite. I've been playing Animal Crossing a bunch, and I've been playing Zelda. Mm-hmm. But like, then I'll get kind of stuck on that, and I'll go back to reading more. Yeah, and play, you know, and then yeah, like, yeah. and then I go back and play more Zelda. <laughs> yep, totally. But they kind of occupy a similar space in my life. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like. If I'm reading more, I'm probably playing less games and vice versa. Yeah. I I think that's fair. I think both are great. Yeah. I mean, depending on what game you're playing and like how it affects you and all that kind of stuff and books too for that matter. But uh, like Yeah, definitely. Um but like I think it's it's both like, you know, a little bit of escapism, but like in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Both like not that expensive of a habit if you don't go overboard on what you buy. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> it's easy to get into the habit of buying things that you don't get around to reading or playing if you're not careful. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, I and I think yeah, both like I don't know something like nice to do on a, in when you're inside and being cozy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I or when you're riding a bus to a job. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot to, to talk about that. I got a job. You did get a job. I did get a job. We record on Mondays now because I work on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not a big job but it's it's fun i think i hope um <laughs> hopefully i still have a job by the time this comes out uh now my first day is Wednesday. i am working at steven at steven's pass at the um ski resort uh because of course well okay so a couple things one i wanted a job but we're going to be traveling again soon and i was like you know what i've never done like a retail job or like a food service job i just haven't like mm-hmm. My first job in high school was working as an engineering intern, and that's kind of, I did engineering and then I did finance, and mm-hmm. one summer I attempt scanning a bunch of documents, but I've always worked in an office. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we could use like a little bit of extra money because, you know, clay works, but I haven't been doing things other than this and some other artistic kind of stuff. And so, there's not money in that really yet. Um <laughs> So I was looking at some seasonal gigs because we're going to leave again, uh, leave, you know, leave here in April or May. And anyway, I found that Stevens Press was hiring. So I'm going to be doing like ticket sales there. Yeah. Should be kind of fun. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know. My first day is Wednesday. But yes, when Clay talks about the bus, there's an employee bus that comes from Leavenworth up there. So it's like an hour long bus ride. And I just remember. This is like as close as you really live to there. Yeah. It's, it's up there. Yeah. I just remember being in college and uh, reading and or like playing DS. Yeah, I was like, I'm definitely bringing my iPad, my headphones, my <laughs> <laughs> my Switch, and my <laughs> yeah, and my Kindle. Why the heck not? Um, yeah, exactly. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to that bus time in some ways. Like, hopefully, I'll get some stuff done or enjoy the time to play a game. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know chat with people and make a friend too but yeah like, sure sure yeah <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> who's super chatty on a bus no one no one wants to be that guy no not usually i mean if someone chats with me i will 100 percent talk to them but i'm never gonna start it yeah the best part about the gig is free ski passes well for you for me and discounted for the family though yeah that's great um no i'm stoked about it it should be good i'm like excited to get to ski another resort um without having to pay a lot of money for that yeah, for it's sure. an expensive one. So, 
skiing is expensive, so just uh, work for the resort. Yeah. And like when you're about done with that, it's going to be about the time we're going to hit the road anyway. Yeah, exactly. So it's perfect. Pretty stoked on that. Yeah. But yeah, reading. Reading. I, I've been just, there's, this kind of goes back to when we were talking about like liking things and letting yourself like things. Mm -hmm. There was a time in my life where I would have been like, everyone likes that. I hate it. (laughs) Or like, oh, all the women on, Instagram are reading that, therefore I won't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to be different. I need to be unique. I need to call. I need to be critique this, right? Oh, why is there so much pressure for us to like? You have to do it your own way, or like to critique things that other people like. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, God, so, especially with fourth wing, I see so many people like. I'm like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, the thing that the things that bother me are like. Plot holes. What do you mean plot holes? The series isn't over yet. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. And it's so fun to like stuff other people. Like it's fun to join the conversation. It's it's fun. Like this is fun. Like let people have fun. Yeah, you're saying this like it's a realization. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It has been, right? Like yeah. I think man, and I think for some for some amount of time there was like books that were like popular that I just honestly didn't like. Mm-hmm. Like I don't it was like before the advent of book talk, but like stuff that was, you know, like very widely like read by a lot of women that I just like mm-hmm. thought I might try and might like and I just didn't. Like I did not like Gone Girl. I did not like the girl on the train. Like I just those weren't for me. Oh, because all those books that had girl in the title came out after the girl with the dragon tattoo was so successful. Now, I did like that. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that series. It's Holy a- F, I love that series. I forgot about that. Oh, uh, it's been a while since I've read those. I wonder how they age. I don't know, but, yeah. but I really liked them. I good. read them yeah. fast and furious. That was a series I like. got real into real yeah, fast. Yeah, that was super high suspense. I like that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And I, I really liked those. You know, a show that gives me similar vibes is Killing Eve. Oh, okay, sure. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I really, really like it. If you if you all are like building your picture of Jamie, you're not far off. Like based on all this information. What does that mean? <laughs> Explain, Clay. Jamie is technically not an assassin. Oh, I like murder stuff. <laughs> so does everyone. Whatever. Every girl wants to murder someone. Hey. <laughs> it probably deserves to. Anyway. <laughs> wow. That's uh that's the outtake right there. <laughs> okay. Oftentimes I say I love making this show with you when we're wrapping up. Right now, I think we just need to be done. I'm cutting you off. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> we're at an hour and uh yeah we've talked about reading and uh murder please join us for our library trolls podcast where we talk about more reading and murder and murder <laughs> coming soon to a podcatcher near you there's the trailer But in all seriousness, thank you all for being here. 
Thank you for being here, friends. We're so glad you're here. If you want to follow up us, uh, with us, you can... <laughs> if you want <laughs> to follow up with us, you can email us at lettersfromtheroadpod at gmail.com. You can find us on socials at lettersfromtheroadpod. I promise I'll start posting again soon. And you can uh, find our substack at lettersfromtheroadpod.com. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, if you want to become a pen pal, we could really use some more friends. Join the Discord. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. God. You'll find us and our other pen pals in there. Yeah. Chatting about travel, books, etc. 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 And uh, yeah, join the conversation. <laughs> Until then, friends, we'll see you down the road. Bye. Bye.